But I don't know what the hell a Rodriguez is, but it's delicious. Saturday Omaha. Eat this. Fifteen. One five. We can get our podcast learner's permit. Triple five. Triple, tri- triple five, five, We five can get five. our learner's permit for podcasting. We should really learn how to do this. Yeah, we should We should try. I, I still maintain, as we said on episode one, uh, relatively anyway, we're so, probably one of the finest food podcasts in Omaha. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah, I think That's so. an actual fact. That is we a, might be the best. Could we be? Food podcast? Maybe. In Omaha? I sure like it. Definitely West Omaha, anyway. So yeah. It's all right. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, it's, TJ thinks we're okay. <laughs> we're okay? I don't yeah. know. I, you know, I, I think it's good. So, Did epi- we eat food today? Did we? Episode, uh, oh, episode 15? I'm almost oh, certain of it. Oh, did we? Oh, look at you, little babies over there. We did. Tuckered we, out, are you? We did. Oh, little tummies, man. little tuckered out? Man, see, man. Oh, he, if, if, if I concede the point, do I get a nap? <laughs> you might just tap out just to gain the nap. That's fine. That's Na- fine. Th- this week on episode 15, Saturday Omaha Naps. And for you out there, it's just 20 to 40 minutes for a good nap. <laughs> yeah, just we really want this time for you to rest because we know you possibly have had your own Saturday and you might need a nap too. So we decided to hit up the Big Green Q and Ted and Wally's all located in one spot. So. My pancreas hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Ow, my pancreas. So it's because I'm breathing. Sam, <laughs> <laughs> you're such a champion. I mean, we'll we'll talk about fullness factor uh, and whatnot, uh, but man, you just kept powering through man, everything what? that was in front of you. I was talking about. I just ate man. Ate food. <laughs> See, he's, he's, he's oh he's, my stomach. He's, he's Sam's all looking at me like Ooh, little, little pampers, little, little guy, not finish it, and then he's over here like I'm in Deathland. So yeah, I'm in Deathland. We, there was a lot of food though, for sure. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I like the chuckle. They're like, yeah. <laughs> We got a food table. We we did. We there, had there was yet we we had enough table for the people, but yet again, not enough table for the food. I, I think it's time yeah. to introduce a an Omaha Saturday Omaha term that I don't know if it has been told yet. Nomenclature. Yes, to add to the dictionary, food couch, which mm-hmm. is what I prefer to call a booth at a restaurant. It's a food couch, and you sit on the couch and eat some food. We filled up that with a four. Saturday Omaha team members, and then we had to get an additional table to put our food on because we ran out of room. Well, that and TJ pre-gamed our he did. food today at the did Big Green Q. Should, do, should yes. we get into why? Or, um, well, move, I mean, we, we know where we're eating. Along. Let's just talk about that. Well, right? we should talk about the ambiance first, shouldn't we? Well, let's do that. So it does fit in with the uh, Benson motif, kind of a new old school type situation. Uh, I, I think this was a former gas station Probably or some type of garage. I'm gonna yeah. say if it was an old, uh, oldie timey gas station because it's all all brick. Yeah, and uh, nicely done up. Uh, awesome neon lighting on the outside. We snapped a picture of that for the social medias. And uh, you walk in, you get some like concert flyers at the front. They've got uh, some well, they plans Benson happening. A lot. They do. They do. Everything yeah. that happens in Benson, they're pretty much a part of somehow. That's as they should be. Right. Well done. Community Support spirit. Your community. It's Absolutely. Tight. So the interior uh, looks very much like the Ted and Wally's downtown. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have the ice cream churns up towards the front and the. Uh, 
booths uh, towards the front wall and then tables in the middle of the restaurant area. And then big green queue, if one were to walk in on the rightmost side of the counter is big green queue. And on the leftmost side is Ted and Wally's. Both feature uh, their menus uh, posted. Well, I guess big green queue kind of has their whole menu on the wall and Ted and Wally's has their flavors of the day. And then they also have a little menu that allows you to see that they do other things like banana splits and shakes and things like that. So they do? Yeah. <laughs> there are hundred billion times. I didn't know that. You What? Well, well, oh, the yeah. problem is, is after I've ordered but my I don't 16 care, flavors of ice cream, <laughs> right, yeah, I'm not really ready care. to order anything else yet. To be honest. I have purchased a banana split from there once. Uh, they're big. Real big. No, so, I yeah. don't want to know about that. Okay. Oh, my uh, stomach. Yeah. Oh, buddy. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we uh, we started with the barbecue side, um, and uh, the uh, it's not wait staff because it's counter, counter service. service. So we will say the staff I think is best, who were awesome at Big Green Q. Uh, she brought us out each a sample tater tot right before Sam got there, uh, and so and took care of us the whole time. But uh, yeah, so that's kind of the, the restaurant situation, a, uh, you know, good local spot to eat some barbecue and ice cream in the same location. Tag team champions. Tag team champions. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they tag I don't, I don't care how you want to slice that, buddy. They are Ice cream and, and barbecue. barbecue in the same location. Uh-huh. Both a specialty of places. Come on. Come on, buddy. Mm-hmm. And so both of them use as uh, use locally sourced ingredients and farm uh, to table. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and more more true to that than most, I would say. Like, there's a lot of disclosure of where they're getting their ingredients yeah. from, and about as much as you can possibly get around here, they are getting around here. Like, they're they're practicing what they preach, and they will tell you about it. Right. And Ted and Wally's uh, some of their flavors include uh, pastries and things from local bakeries or, you know, things like that. So that's kind of cool. And Big Green Q also has an ecological focus as well. I think they look for sustainable materials, look like they're uh, to-go containers. They don't use styrofoam or anything like that. They, you know, recyclable and whatnot. So kind of fun. Let's uh, let's talk about some food. So we we didn't really get appetizers. We just kind of went in full force on this thing. So they, they did bring us out each an individual tater tot to sample, which were their homemade tater tots. Buddy. You know? Buddy. Yeah. Buddy. I'm telling you. Talk about it. Right? It was like a little potato haystack. It wasn't that perfectly <laughs> pressed. It was, haystack. it was. It wasn't that, like the cylindrical shot out of a cannon tater tot that you get everywhere. This is a, it's got that that homemade touch in a very, very nice way because it was delicious and golden. And uh, TJ, did you get a full plate of these suckers too? Uh, I got a half order, especially with all the other things at the table. I didn't want to go. F- okay. I did want to get a full order because I tried the first tot. Oh. But there's only so much food I can shove in my face and still be comfortable at the end of the day. So yes, a half order of those for me. Gotcha. All right. Well, since uh, I had a sample of one, I think Sam did, but since you ordered them, TJ, and that's the first thing we had, would you like to talk about the tater tots? Let's talk about it. Uh, anyone out there thinking of hey, tater TJ, tots? TJ, can I have some of your tots? <laughs> like, hey, hey, <laughs> hey, okay. hey Sam, okay, you man. fat lard. <laughs> Give me some of your tots. Jeez, TJ, I want some tots. I mean, pretty much. So uh, anyone Keep out going. there thinking tots? Um... You're thinking about little minced bits of potato, as Dave said, you know, pressed and shot out of a cannon. And actually, 
I, you know, I'll take anything shot out of a cannon. That actually makes them sound a little bit cooler than uh, <laughs> than they maybe ought to. But uh, these are homemade shredded potato fried to a lovely, you know, slightly dark uh, golden brown. They're not overly wet, which sometimes can happen with shredded potato like this. They are they are perfectly what they need to be. I don't want to make them sound dry either. They're nice. They're crisp on the outside. They are a tiny bit greasy as you know, tater tots often are, but not overly so. They just, they, they glisten a little bit. I mean, it's a fried food. It's, it's going to have some fried food characteristics, but they are not too greasy. The inside is wonderful and potatoey. There's a little bit of a spice happening throughout, which mm -hmm. now that I'm not stuffed full of food before <coughs> having them so I can actually sit there and enjoy them, these are worth, if you wanted to go in for a light lunch where you really felt like you were eating something, but you didn't want to have a ton, I could order a plate of these and maybe a couple of sauces hmm. and just sit there and enjoy and savor them. Cause that, that spice mix, mostly if you're, if you're eating through them quick, like you normally would with tater tots, which is hard to do cause they come out hot and fresh. Um, if you're just, yeah, you know, kind of shoving them in your face as one would be prone to do with such things, then the spice mix shows up as a little bit of heat on the back end. And maybe you catch it, maybe you don't, depending on how quick you're going through those things. But they're pretty sizable. They're substantial. There's a lot of real food in this food. So you can take them like in half bites and kind of oh, yeah. enjoy yourself with these and really get a feel for whatever <coughs> spices are in there. These are good. These can be, you know, a, a small meal, an appetizer, a whatever in and of themselves, they're good enough to stand on their own. They're not just a side, but they can also be a side. I'm very pleased. All right, so our good friend TJ has gone and done something rather rash and ordered a lot of things in advance. TJ, would you like to describe what you ordered for your meal? Or would you like some help? Because I have a picture of the literal pyramid of boxes that came to the table. There was a pyramid of boxes. Indeed. Yes. I, I do have the list here. I believe we can uh, can post a pyramid because that's that's just fun. Yes. But uh, so there are, as as we say, a number of things. The the menu on the left, it does have a list of sides, but it's it's kind of a takeout menu in case you wanted to like, you know, do a party or something with these. Yeah. It's a by the pound, which side note, any barbecue place that has a by the pound menu it's, it's not an automatic like fatter day or anything, but it just makes me a little bit happier because sometimes I just wanted the meat. It's barbecue. I came in for, for the burn ends or the ribs or whatever else you may have, and I don't need a lot of, a lot of extra stuff with that. Some, sometimes you can just get those fries right out of here. So uh, I'm I'm glad that that exists. Unless they're homemade tots, and then indeed, and then those. yes, <laughs> uh, yeah. The, there there are some rules broken by those tots. There there are things that don't apply to them. They have special status. But uh, so you have. I think the pulled pork is a regular. Uh, yes, it I think is. there's pulled chicken as well. That's a, a normal thing. Yep. But there are quite a few, uh, a reasonable proportion of the things on that by the pound menu that have a little smiley face next to them. That means please give us 24 hours notice. Uh, among them, what we ordered here, uh, burn ends, brisket, smoked tofu, and wings. And we will we will get into the wings a little bit more on cost as well. So I, I have a little bit of a note there. But uh, the wings we got... Uh, a dozen of them, half and half, they have 
two standard barbecue sauces that are generally what you'll be choosing from on any given item. Yes. Uh, they have the golden, which is a Carolina mustard style, and the red, which is a more kind of standard barbecue sauce. The, uh, the wings are a smoked wing rather than a fried wing. So I will admit to some slight disappointment when biting into them because I was expecting a little bit of crispiness. I was expecting some croissness oh. on these wings. <laughs> wow. They, they had half the equation. Ding, circle gets a square. the square. Uh, <laughs> the chicken was indeed moist. It was not crisp. As long as you go in expecting that. Like my first wing was a little bit of a disappointment because of that. You were I expecting like my a wing fried right. sauce, uh, spun chicken wing, right? And it was more of a barbecued chicken wing. Okay, that's fair. That's good to know going in because if you were expecting that, then you know there right. you go. They are pretty darn good. Uh, normally, in this context, I would have preferred the uh, the red sauce, and depending on which bite you ask me, that might have been so. But I think for this one, the uh, the mustard was the uh, the star of the show. The the Carolina, the gold sauce. There we go. If I would order them again, not because they don't stand on their own. It's good smoked chicken. It's perfectly smoked chicken, in fact. But uh, there's so much other good stuff on the menu. Um, would you like to tell us about... The what? Are you talking to me? I, I think... I think Should I step to the microphone? Uh, <laughs> What's up, Doc? I, I, I think I was going to have TJ tell us about the tofu. Oh, well, yeah, there's that. Why not? Yeah. Teach Talk about that tofu, Tell dog. us about the tofu. That's a different item. hi -ya! All right, so the tofu. The tofu. Uh, if I were looking for a vegan, first of all, there's a vegan option at, at this barbe barbecue place. A couple of them, actually. So yeah. to my vegan friends out there, you know, they got some, they got your hookup right here. I, I might have liked it just a little bit thicker like I was thinking in cubes it would be pieces of cube smoked tofu that said so I, I brought this up when we were there because it kind of looks like a tofu pop tart it does a little bit yeah it, I, I miss it, it really does. slice of french toast or something yeah because I was expecting like smoked cubes like thick one inch cubes and no it's, it's probably what do you think an eighth, an eighth inch thick maybe yeah they're, they're quarter? well quarter, maybe, a, closer, maybe a quarter closer to a quarter quarter inch thick it's, it's like a pop tart it looks like a pop tart Golden it's, brown on the outside. If, if you sliced them in half, uh, Sam's French toast stick uh, soldier analogy there would be uh, would be pretty good too. I might have liked them just a little bit thicker, so there was there was more center to outside ratio. But the flavor was good. It was not too soft as tofu often is. Even when you get the extra the firm stuff, uh, it'll often be too soft to feel like you're really eating an entree or something that can really stand up on its own as a substitute to meat. Uh, this did a reasonable job of that. The texture was very nice. The smoke flavor, again, not as prevalent as it was in any of the meats, but it was definitely there. It was a nice flavor. Um, How about the brisket? Oh, How about that brisket? The brisket. This came out, I got two slices. I only got two slices. Was that making up my quarter pound? These were <laughs> these were big slices. These Slice were doesn't these even were mini hunks. mini roasts chunks. Oh, don't not not chunks. No, certainly not it chunks. Was, it wasn't hunks, a slice. I man. think would be hunks is a here. better word. Oh, it was a hunk of meat. A hunk of meat. It was hunk definitely of hunk, hunk, burning hunk love of meat. Burning meat. And let's uh, so I uh, I cut off a few pieces and, and kind of passed them around off. so so we could all try a little bit. Uh huh. But. Uh, the uh, the second piece, especially the one that uh, none of y'all got, 
<laughs> He's you bogarting the brisket. I, I didn't, as he should have. I right? didn't realize it until I got into that second slice, but I think it hunk. But it was the uh, the better of the two, I think, because it was a little bit more more complete, and it might have been an end piece. So perfectly moist and delicious and tender, and it had one of the best smoke rings I've ever seen. Just that little bit of you know the brown on the outside graduating to red, just the perfect distance inside of the meat. At, at the end, he's, TJ's like Dave, get a picture of the smoke ring. It graduated. Yeah, I, I had to hold it at a at a specific angle, Dave, to take a picture. So this was, this was a treat. This was a pleasure. I, uh, I hesitate to comment on which woods were used to smoke. My barbecue expertise does like if there's a lot of hickory there, I can usually tell you. But specifically what they're using, I don't know. I really don't care. This is, hmm. It is the best brisket that I can remember. I swear there's got to be another one that would stand up to it. I swear there's got to be something else in town where I'm not gonna just going to say this is head and shoulders above everything because I've had some very good brisket. But I cannot remember a better one than this, and especially in those those big, thick hunks where you slice yourself off a good-sized piece and get a real mouthful of every little variation of flavor as you go through the smoke layer into the meat itself. There's nothing. There was a little bit of fat running through the middle of it, but I didn't notice that until I was well into it because it was just a little bit more moist and tender than it had any right to be. If there wasn't some in there, it's not that I noticed it itself. It's that I noticed the effect of it and then had to look at the brisket to understand what I was tasting. It was mighty fine. Um, it does work in both of the sauces. Did I need those sauces for it? No, certainly not. I would be very happy like, a half order or a full order of tots and a quarter to a half pound of this and just nothing else and life would be pretty good. I'm very happy with this brisket. A little bit of tofu on there? A little bit of tofu next to it? A little bit of tofu on there? No, I think I'm good. Maybe those two two tofu Pop-Tarts with some brisket in the middle? Oh, for real. How about (laughs) that? Just kidding. So, Sam, I I really want to hear from you now if... If you'd like to tell me about... I have nothing to say. I didn't even eat food. What are you talking about? You didn't eat any. Eat all the food. I ate all the food. All the food. Well, so I got two courses. I'm just gonna. I mean, do I talk about them all? Because I think he just talked about everything. Yeah, he he talked about a lot of stuff. He's we he's got the burnt ends and a quesadilla to talk about. But wow. I think TJ and I might have a joint discussion. But he told me about a lot of things, Sam. So I want to hear from you now. You want to hear from me? I do. All right. So I had some food. It yes. was good. Oh, That's good. all I got to say. All right. Thanks. So uh, <laughs> I had some. No- <laughs> Sam out. <laughs> I had the Carolina Oops. Reuben. Which is the first thing on the menu. Yeah. Um, I did look at the menu before I went, and I decided on two things. It's good studying and science. But then I went there because they said that their menu was changing on the internet, so I just grazed over it and make sure there was anything else I wanted. Um, the Carolina Reuben has Wagyu corned beef, pulled chicken, Havarti cheese, a Q vinaigrette slaw, <laughs> a Q gold barbecue sauce, toasted marble bread, and GF. And GF? As an end, A-N-D, G-F, gluten-free, if you'd like. Oh, I'm like, I'm like what's end? Is that like PCF chicken? Yeah, very much so. <laughs> Private first class chicken reporting for duty. Sir. <laughs> so, uh, need to say, uh, when I was getting this, I had reservations about this sandwich. I was like, way goo corn beef. Is, is this a thing? I didn't know that existed. Well, you kind of had reservations coming in. Well, yeah, because I'm like, wow, we're going to eat at an ice cream well, shop. We're going to get stuff at an ice cream place. Cool. 
Real fatter day, Dave. Yeah. Good job, Dave. Let's just eat ice cream all day. Oh, I okay. see what you did there. Uh-huh. For a meal. Drove past Einchingon, and I'm like, yeah, that's the place. Drove past Burrito Envy. Drove past Taco places. Company. Mm-hmm. Let's eat at an ice cream shop. Okay. Mm-hmm. So my sandwich came out, and I'm like, wow, this actually looks really nice. It did look good. That meat was really soft, really succulent, really tasty, full of flavor, fall apart in your mouth type of Wagyu brisket in there, whatever it was. Is that brisket? What did you say it was? Yeah, the uh, Wagyu, Wagyu corned corn beef. beef. Wagyu corned beef. Which TJ and I had a yeah. sampling of, but never on a sandwich. So that was mm, so good. The pulled chicken, I can't say that I noticed anywhere in there. I uh-huh. didn't know it was in there, but cool. What I really did notice is the uh, Q vinaigrette slaw. Yeah? That was quite the treat. Yeah, Quite really? the treat. It was super tasty. It wasn't creamy at all. Yeah. Very... Uh, Added added the texture. Did it have a vinegar to. bite? To yeah, it? a little bit. Okay, a little bit. But it played played second fiddle to the barbecue sauce in there. Okay, because they had that gold mustard barbecue. Oh, the sauce gold in. sauces on there. Yeah, so those kind of melded together, if you will. Interesting. But the uh, slaw gave that texture I was really looking for because you had that crunch on the bread, the greasy crunch from a from a grilled. Oh sure, but uh, sure, nice. it gave yeah, it that yeah. nice greens crunch that I was looking for. Yeah, it played with that nice. Um, a little crunch with the crisp. The how do we combine those two words there? The whoa, cr- the crunch, crunch. Isn't, isn't that some C-R-U-M-P-S. sort of you know this Christmas themed yes, uh, villain or uh, or crunch? You know, Hello, of something. I'm Mr. The Grinch, Crump. the Krampus, and the crunch. <laughs> <laughs> the crunch on it was real. There's I loved there's it. There's a wasset in my closet and a crunch on my bumps. <laughs> know what your bumps are, but I don't want to. <laughs> um, the sandwich was, was outstanding. The flavors were something really different. You don't really get flavors like these. Like, you expect uh-huh. these flavors and other things, but they all come together in the sandwich really well. Um, I can't really say much more than... That's the best Reuben I ever had. Whoa. So, yeah. Take that. Heavens. Take that world. To the bank. Really good. Really good. Um, and then I also got the bacon cheeseburger mac and cheese. This thing surprised me when it came to the table. Because yeah, let's, it let's came in a cast iron skillet. On, yeah. A cast iron skillet on wood. On a cutting board. <laughs> with your very own special tater tot right in the center. Right on the top. <sighs> little, little ganache. Little chopper. Ganache. That, little that chopper little, topper. Yeah. Pretty little crumb top with the tot in the middle. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was gorgeous. That was a nice presentation. Actually, the sandwich looked like textbook, man. Like, if, if you were going to take a photo of a sandwich to put on the menu, your sandwich looked that good. I took a picture of it. Uh, nicely done. And the mac and cheese, the same thing. I was expecting, oh, it's going to come out in this little container. No. Cast iron skillet. What? Mini cast iron skillet. Well, like a full cast iron skillet. Kill somebody with you, it. But you might be able to kill somebody you with You could one. give somebody a sufficient cartoon lump. For real. <laughs> um, this was a bacon cheeseburger mac and cheese, which was smoked meatloaf, grilled onions, and chipotle crema. Wow. Um, now, I, I'm this, suddenly jealous. I didn't read the description before. This mac and cheese threw me for a loop. I really expected something creamy and delicious. Yeah. What I got was my grandma's macaroni and cheese. Now, there's a story with my grandma's macaroni and cheese. Wow. Those old style big noodles that yeah. are like sometimes they don't cook right and they get crunchy and then you're scared to eat the rest of it, but you have to eat it because it's your grandma's and you don't want to make her feel bad. Oh, like the like the cylindrical, like a mastacholi type noodle? Where no, the big shell. No, these, these are the really big, big, shell. big shells. Big, big shells. shells. Oh, okay. okay. Big shell in. Big shell. <laughs> that <laughs> one. Pie, I went there in Metal Gear shells. once. Yeah, so I'm like, I look at it and I'm like, oh no, grandma's back. 
Guess who's back? I'm back again. Well, we've been talking about voodoo and magic. <laughs> I don't want to eat this. Grandma's Mac. To. Tell a friend. <laughs> Grandma's Mac. Grandma's Mac. Um, yeah. So I, I look at it and With I'm like, fear. all right, well. And hesitation. It's got, it's got flavors in there. I don't see any cream anywhere. Like, I expected it to be creamy and yeah. moist and delicious, but it kind of was dry. So I get in there, scoop that fork up, I look at it. Uh-huh. I'm like, all right, buddy. I really want to know what he's about to say. Stare at me. I'm staring at you. Uh-huh. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta get in this gullet, pal. High noon stare down. Let's, let's figure this out. And I drew my fork. <laughs> Bang! <laughs> right in the, uh, right in the old mouth. <laughs> it was delicious. Shot him in the mouth. Oh, it was, super it was good. delicious. Um, what they did was, it, I think it's a bake. I think it's a macaroni and cheese bake. It takes all I, the. I believe uh, that to be fair. Yes. 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 Okay. Um, so there's no real cream into it like you want a nice creamy like I don't know, I think me and you are kind of we were the level. saucy mac and cheese we love uh, a saucy creamy I, mac and I cheese do. as opposed to a drier mac and cheese yeah typically yes this would be the only exception where a drier mac and cheese uh-huh. actually kind of wins uh huh um, it had a smoke taste throughout the entire mac and cheese okay so that was delicious must have been that meatloaf carrying it through there or something probably there yeah, were yeah. actual hunks of beef in there you did you you held up your fork or whatever and you're like aha I a hunk this. of beef like yes. not like, look what I Found. Like TJ had a hunk of delicious, brisket. delicious brisket. Yes, I had a hunk of delicious, delicious hamburger in there. I did, and then they put the, they they bake the crumbles on top. So uh-huh. there's that, that that little Parmesan yes. playful topness going on there. Yeah. Um. The, the where there was sauce in there, it mm-hmm. was it was where it needed to be. So yeah. it wasn't you're eating a de- desert here. Mm-hmm. All the noodles were cooked, so I didn't run across any of my grandma's noodles in there. Where some of them were crunchy and stuck together. And like there. we love you, grandma. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. I would say it's probably. Top three macaroni and cheese I've ever had. Heavens. That's yeah, it's really impressive. Wait, you've got really top good. Reuben and top mac and cheese now, or top three. Well, top mac. Well, where else have you had a really good Reuben, though? Well, you two are I, the Reuben I people. I that is not my sandwich. I love so much. And you're actually, now that you mention it, you're kind of right. A good Reuben is hard to find. Yeah. Everyone says, what, Blue Moon? And I've heard not so much. I don't really care about finding out, but so far, hmm. any of, out of any room I've had from some place, this is the best. That's awesome. Uh, macaroni and cheese. I've had better mac and cheeses homemade. Sure. Okay. But this is on that. It's on that ladder. It's the next level wrong. mac and cheese. Um, there's something special, something different here. I would yeah. recommend definitely trying it. Eating it is something you've never had before. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that it comes out in that little tiny cast iron very own skillet. skillet. With a with a hash brown hash tater top, whatever that little hybrid happiness is going on. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, that's a, that's oh a yeah. There there's there's good cheese in there. It's it's not super creamy, but just creamy enough. And right. yeah, loved it. Nice, loved it, loved it. Beautiful. Does that there's there's a hand? Was there a hand, or are you just doing? Uh, yeah, hands? no, just making sure I'm uh, I'm partially in on this segment. Once you are through with your yes, summary I'm of the good. full dish, I'm good. Uh, Dave, did you do mac and cheese as a side as well? I did, sir. Okay, so we're we're both in on that. Yes, uh, we both got a side order. Uh, I'm just gonna mostly go with Sam's. I didn't notice any smoke flavor, so I'm guessing his was coming from his uh, his addition of meats, the meatloaf. Um, there was a little bit of a crumb top. It is possible, if not. Almost always inevitable that people who do a crumb top overdo it. It was not overdone here. It was a fine enough crumb. It was integrated well enough that there was still a little bit of crisp, but it didn't, you know, take me out of my comfort food mac and cheese experience. There was an herb in there that after eating like four other barbecue smoke spice things, I couldn't recognize it. I just know it tasted good. 
I, I'm going to have to go back and try and figure out what it was. I liked it. I just don't remember what it was. So the, the crumb top does everything that a crumb top should do without messing anything up, which for me is, is hard. I generally do not like those on there. So that was well done. Again, not as saucy and creamy a mac and cheese as I would normally like, but the flavor was so dang good that I didn't mind. And I, I like shells for mac and cheese a lot. Again, Sam's right. These big ones can be a problem when done incorrectly, That's a big but shell. they were this perfect, you know, evenly done kind of al dente. Just call it grandma shell, baby. The, they, the grandma shell. They, grandma they were pretty, pretty magnificent. I was uh, I was very pleased. Could I have gone for a saucier version of this saucy? I I could, but did I, think I need that's it? The only no. improvement you could put on it is to make it creamier. And I, do I, I do I that's need it, it to happen? Yeah. No, no, you really don't need it. But it'd be like if you want to take this up to the nth degree, mm-hmm. it'd be creamier. But eh, yeah, eh? yeah. I uh, I will I will agree with both of you, gentlemen. I had the side of there. The crumb topping was delicious. The noodles were cooked fine. They weren't mushy or anything that they were they were great i could have stood the uh, sauce to be a little more saucy but it was very good i'm pretty sure that i I think i finished the whole dang thing i got every noodle out of there the crumb topping was good it wasn't as incredible as sam's as mine was served in a small side dish which is fine because i didn't order a main dish it's a side dish yes exactly so i enjoyed it very much i would eat it again if you know, if I can make an improvement to it, it'll probably make it a little bit saucier because it was, you know, when you make a cheese sauce, you start with a roux and then you add your cheese and milk or whatever and do that whole kind of thing. So, I, I, I don't want to say gritty because that's not right, but it is a little, a little. It, it was a touch grainy. Yes. Okay. So grainy you, you're picking word. up on that too, but not like I, I didn't care. I didn't care. Yeah, normally, normally that would ruin it for me. In this case, it did no harm. I would have liked it creamier, but it was still good. Yes, Sam. It was a masculine man and cheese, or mac and cheese. It, it was. It was, it was a, a man and cheese. Man and <laughs> oh, oh, masculine let's, man no. and cheese. Are those, let's uh, let's are, let's not. Are man those and the cheese. creatures we're supposed to save in Florida? Might be. Okay, man and cheese. <laughs> man and cheese. <laughs> yes. So no, I I thought it was good. Could it be a little more saucy? Sure. Would I order it again? Absolutely. It was delicious. You should try it. I think Sam had the most epic version of this. I was going to say, yeah, we're sure. going to talk about the burn ends and some other stuff in a bit here. But that said, if I can manage to resist ordering those or if I want an and, oh, I, I, I think I got to get me one of these little cast gotta iron get, pans get. next time. It was mighty, mighty fine looking. I want some. It was delicious. So good. All right. So, Sam, did that take you to the end of your initial hop here? Yeah. Okay. I will take the mac and cheese since we just finished that and lead into my other side that I had, the brochacho beans. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, it's borracho, but I just really wanted to say brochacho. Please do. Okay. So, uh, these are a black bean with poblano pepper built into them and some other seasonings in there. These were, it was a very interesting side. So if you want beans with your barbecue, but you're like, yeah, I'm not feeling like baked beans, and you want some black beans that are way different, give these a go. I could say they might be a touch too salty, uh, but the flavor was so intriguing and so deep. Uh, definitely a different thing to have. So uh, I, I would um, give these a, yes. As a as a side note, did you notice any non-vegan ingredients in there? Were they, were they also a vegan option? Because I was just thinking about these and the tofu. That's uh, 
for for you vegans out there, that's your protein requirements nicely sewn up there between the baracho, the brochachos, and uh, and your tofu. Yes, I can give you documented science. And actually, if you did put some of this, actually, that'd be pretty dang good. You put like these on, on the tofu? On the tofu? Oh, yeah. Maybe on a bun? Bean, bean tofu sandwich? Yes, yes. Mm. So the borracho or possibly borracho beans is a drunken black bean, sautéed onions, peppers, tequila, and beer, lime, cilantro. Oh, and then it says it is veg vegan. So I'm going to go for, yeah, so especially where sometimes you can't get a baked bean um, and you can't get the baked beans here uh, vegan because they have pulled pork in them. There you go. But uh, so get the uh, borracho beans. And I, I think you're right, Teach. If you paired these up with that tofu and maybe threw that on a bun, that'd be a crazy sandwich. That, that would, that's, that that's be good. actual depth of flavor like oh, this yeah. is. There's, uh, uh, please finish your borracho bean summary, but I have a borracho. thought here. No, I, I think that's it. I think I found it just a bit salty, but the flavor's so deep, you should give these a try. These are really different. I know, I've never had anything like this. So, yeah, so that's kind of the beans. Then I also had the pulled pork sandwich. Now, Sam is usually the pulled pork a connoisseur, where I typically go for the brisket. So, but I decided to go for the pulled pork today. The pulled pork sandwich is mesquite and pecan smoked pork, coleslaw on a ciabatta roll. That's what I call my crazy Dave sometimes. No, anyway. <laughs> so I got to say, the sandwich was awesome. Yay! I love this sandwich. The pulled pork was fantastic. It was absolutely awesome. I uh, The coleslaw mix that I had was not vinaigrette e like yours, Sam. It was more a chopped cabbage slaw, which if you're looking for an excellent lettuce option on a sandwich, uh, it's a good one. Add some crunch. However, I really just wanted pulled pork and barbecue sauce on a bun. Again. And, and again. again. So I took the veggies off. And I enjoyed this on. It was a perfectly toasted ciabatta roll. This, since this is not a burger, it is not a burger holder. It's a pork holder. <laughs> and it's a pork holder good pork plus. Holder. Pork holder plus. Pork holder plus. This bun was delicious. I would like to take a couple of these with me to put on hamburgers that may have a burger holder minus. Ooh. This was a delicious bun, delicious pulled pork, awesome with the sauce. Totally recommend this sandwich. In fact, I would eat this sandwich again right now. Right, right now? Right now? now? Right now. If you handed me that sandwich, I would start eating it right now. I'd actually go for the veggie sandwich right now just to try it like I'm ready. Oh, man. So I'm ready for more. So, TJ, you and I also split a chicken quesadilla? We did. Um, I'm going to have to try the varying quesadillas or a cheese quesadilla on its own. I found the chicken almost a little bit distracting in this. Really? Uh, as it was. Like, I think it would have been good smoked chicken on its own. Now, mind you, from the first bite, it was interesting. And I did like it. Mm -hmm. I, I think maybe the pulled pork quesadilla would have been more up my alley. Mm -hmm. the, the star of the show was it also came out with a salsa. I, I want to say a pico de gallo. Like, it's just a fresher salsa and you had commented at the time that i, I uh -huh. believe your exact words were uh 
oh, if this is Hokobo sauce, I'm going to lose it. it. Was, like, it's going to be amazing. It was something like I looked at the container and being a, uh, I will say, a Hokobo salsa expert. Uh, and I have a list of people that were vouch for my credentials on this. I'm uh, one. Uh, <laughs> He's one of two people in this room that drinks it straight. Uh, I have been known to drink it out of the container and did so this Thursday. Wow. So I looked at him like, huh, looks like Hakobos. TJ popped the top. I'm like, smells like Hakobos. And then I tried some son of a gun. It tastes a whole lot like Hakobos salsa. So I went to the booth next to me. Yo, booth. Like, I. So... One of the staff members was there, and I said, I'm sorry to interrupt you, or something along those lines, <laughs> because she was eating, and I, I appreciate her taking her time to help us, because she was very helpful throughout our entire extensive Extremely meal. Extremely, all the staff like, was. Eh, where's the salsa come from? She goes, we buy it from Jacobos. I'm like, oh, there it is. So it was, you can get Jacobos salsa with your quesadilla. Yeah, for those of you Magic. who have not had it, Jacobos is, it's, it's local. It's super fresh 24th tasting. 24th and L, people. Yeah, it's, Bring it's cash. Some of the best salsa you're going to lock jaw on. It, it oh, just man. Is. If I mean, you like yourself a fresh, about that salsa. made lock tasting jaw. salsa, this is decidedly uh, decidedly one of the best in show. So, I mean, oh. look at that. So, there you go. You get Jacobo salsa with your quesadilla. Um, so, now, the only thing that we have not talked about yet is something I've wanted to talk about. Since we started this podcast, and that's <laughs> what is that, Dave? The burnt ends, the ends, the ends, the ends. Gotta get them ends. Ends. We all ate some burnt ends. Yes, we did. TJ pre-ordered the burnt ends. Mine, mine's gonna be real short. Oh, it's gonna be interesting. I was fortunate enough that they had some burnt ends, and all he needed to do was glaze them up. Because that's what we had to do. They put the sauce on there, and they, they glaze them up for you, so they got that kind of saucy outside. So we all had these. I ordered a quarter pound. That's a big old plate of burnt ends, man. So, Sam, since your review is short, what is it? Hot, hot, damn! That's my review. That's nice. TJ, what'd you think about the ends? Gonna give you as, as much of a breakdown as I can. So there was some sort of a rub, something along those lines on there, as well as a sauce or uh, that was on the brisket. This was on the, the ants, as well as a sauce, which I think was their standard red, but it had condensed from the, the cooking of the ants down enough that it tasted a little bit like a sweeter barbecue sauce. And they were just, they, they were perfect. I don't know if they were still burnt ends really they didn't have quite that char on them or that really heavy caramelization where there's almost a snap to them when you bite in but they did not need it they were so moist and so tender and so flavorful and so perfectly smoked and so very very perfect um i i just i cannot say enough good about these man if i gotta order them 24 hours in advance every time i'm gonna order them 24 hours in advance Every, Every time. time. Them burnt ends were fantastic. I am so glad because the guy's like, well, it'll take a little bit for me to make them up because we need, we need to put the, the stuff on the outside and, and, and do the whole glaze thing on them. Oh, yeah. Order these 24 hours in advance. 
and and make sure they're there when you get there, even if it's just a quarter pound to share with you and your closest Fatterday friends. So, I believe that is the end of the savory courses of tastiness, gentlemen. I believe so. Shall we talk about the dessert option? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, we traveled all the way over to Ted and Wally's, uh, which is about uh, next to the counter for Big Green Q. About two steps. Yes. Yeah, so, that was a pretty easy journey. So, after we enjoyed all this delicious barbecue, it's time for ice cream. Dessert is built in. Oh, yeah. Sam, what'd you get? I've got the Rodriguez Snickerdoodle. That's a heck of a name. What's that about? I don't know. Snickerdoodles, bro. <laughs> what do you want me to tell you? I don't know where the. I don't, I don't, if, if anyone tastes Rodriguez, anyone named Rodriguez out there tastes like this, I'm down. <laughs> like high five Rodriguez when you say uh, a Rodriguez Snickerdoodle coffee is what they called it because mm-hmm. it had all three of those flavored Rodriguez Snickerdoodle and coffee. <laughs> we only use premium Rod- Rodriguez in <laughs> I mean, our Rodriguez Snickerdoodle. Mm, uh, have you tried it? <laughs> don't knock it until you've tried it. it Stop was... scaring the customers, Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> he just, you know what it is? He's magical. He just taps his finger. Ding. Well, let's talk about this magic. Yes. I don't understand. What Ted Molly's does, how they do this every Voodoo. single time. I said it earlier to Marissa, this this ice cream has voodoo in it. And she's like, what do you mean voodoo? Ted Molly's voodoo. I said they sacrifice things to make things <laughs> taste right. <laughs> I don't understand it. Every flavor that I've ever had from Ted, Ted and Molly's tastes exactly like it's described. Yeah. Whether if it's, uh, what are some of the funner ones I had? Like uh, Christmas, or not Christmas Crunch, late night's TV snack. That was the weirdest thing I've ever had. It had Cheez-Its in it, had cereal in it. <laughs> I missed that one. It was uh, marshmallow oh. base. It had nerds in it. When oh, I had something else in it. Uh, I can't remember. That's wild. But it was perfect. That's awesome. It's like everything in there was right, and uh-huh. it tasted great. Oh, and Cinnamon Toast Crunch was the other thing. Oh, yeah. My ice cream had Rodriguez in it, so beat that. Right? So so how was Is that how they get Rodriguez in it? How, I don't know. How was Voodoo. How was it? <laughs> but I don't know what the hell a Rodriguez is, but it's delicious. Um, yeah, it tasted like snickerdoodles and coffee. How they did that, Sounds I don't good. know. I guess with a after hint or thought of Rodriguez. Either yes. way, yes. delicious. Over-set As advertised. Rodriguez. Yes. And then I had the peppermint schnapps. Totally. Now I'm like, okay, this is going to be a peppermint ice cream. Uh-huh. Um, no, it had an alcohol taste to it. Like, how did they do that? Uh, was I going to catch a buzz off this ice cream? I was really frightened for a minute. I'm like, <laughs> this really kind of has an alcohol taste. Ice cream shots. As well. Yeah. How do you do that? Without How? the alcohol. Without the alcohol. Without me catching a buzz off this ice cream. Both flavors, as advertised, both were delicious. Uh, again, it's that buttercream stuff. So oh, the 20% so butter that fat. That high butter fat, butter fat ratio. Ultra premium, I believe they call it. So this ice cream sits heavy. Yeah, oh, yeah. it eats ice cream that eats like a meal. It really does. It does. Yeah. Uh, every time you eat this ice cream, there's never a disappointment. <laughs> I've never been disappointed once. They let you taste everything before you get it. They're like, hey, can I taste whatever that is? Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, here, have a spoonful. So then you can't lose there. Right. Period. Try a couple flavors. Yeah. Um, I was 100% satisfied because they had tiramisu when I got there. Oh. I had to order for green Q. Yes. And then by the time I went back up there, it was taken off the menu. Somebody done got the last of it. Yeah, because that's the thing is they rotate. So they always have vanilla bean and Dutch chocolate, but almost everything else rotates daily. So if you see a flavor, start following them just so you can see their menu every day because some crazy flavor pop up. Some are mind-blowing as hell. Yeah. 
for sure. I still want more of that Curacao. That was so good. <sighs> I have a couple flavors I'd like to come yeah. back. Yeah. One of the one of the more surprising ones that I had was an Arnold Palmer. They had really? ice, iced tea lemonade ice cream. Wild. Oh, it was so that, that was refreshing. Dude, it was. It was so refreshing. Wow. It was I, delicious. That's I'm fun. Like, this tastes like a summer afternoon. Wait, I almost want to check the downtown menu right now and go get some more ice cream. But ice anyway. Cream <laughs> um it's it's exquisite. It, there's it's the best ice cream in town. That's all I can say. I don't look forward it to it. It is getting, consistently fantastic. I don't look forward to getting ice cream anywhere else except maybe to that Tyrol place because it sits lighter. It's a little different. Yeah. It's a, it's a little, uh, it's a different beast. It is a different beast. It's not as tasty and it's not as heavy. Yeah. It's an okay afterthought. If you're kind of full, mm-hmm. but if you're kind of full and you go to Ted Wally's and eat, you're oh. going to be hurting. Oh, yeah. That's the problem. For sure. Um, I love ice cream from there. Yeah. There is, there is no better ice cream in Omaha. Uh, it, I, I'm, 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 yes. Next. Next. Yeah, I, I can't even put anything on par with this stuff. And it's, for for those who have not been, it's got that homemade ice cream kind of. I, I hesitate to say it this way that it's got larger ice crystals. It does a little bit, which you wind up with that difference in texture, that just a little tiny bit of, of texture, crystalline feeling on your tongue without being it, crunchy. Right, right. It's still perfectly smooth. It's got a little bit of a pull to it, yeah. like it, it comes up with your spoon. You got you to kind of fight with that ice cream a little bit, even though it's perfectly smooth and creamy. It's definitely, as as Sam puts it, it's it's a pretty heavy, heavy ice oh, cream. Yeah. In all the right ways. But it's, yeah, it's it's perfect. So, yeah. So I had the apple butter and the peppermint schnapps. The apple butter was delicious. It was like the best apple pie type ice cream ever. It was so good. And it tasted just like apple pie. It did. I, I, I got a fork. I'm like, here, Sam, try this, man, because it was... I'm like, apple butter? What? And you're like, what? And then you're like, no, apple pie. No, and like, then I ate it, and I'm like, apple pie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So good. So uh, that one gets a huge thumbs up for me. I also had the peppermint schnapps, and I'm going to have to say the peppermint schnapps for me was okay. And I think because peppermint schnapps itself has a little more sugary sweetness... The ice cream itself captured that. It delivered on the peppermint schnapps flavor, but what I wanted was the peppermint stick ice cream that Ted yeah, Wally's that's, that's had. Just it. And that's not what it was. Though. I know, but that's that's what I wanted yeah, you from peppermint. Up. And so so that's that's my bad. Did Ted and Wally's deliver as advertised? Yes, the apple butter was my favorite of the two. And it is time for a Fatterday Omaha pro tip when ordering at Ted and Wally's. Two, actually. One is, if you are getting a waffle cone, the flavor that you would like more of, you ask them to put that in the waffle cone first, because they will scoop the heckins out of that and then put your second scoop on top. Second is, at least for me, is the stronger of the two flavors usually goes on the bottom. So in this case, I got the peppermint schnapps in the dish first, apple butter on top, because I didn't want the peppermint to melt on top of the apple butter and just strangle the flavor. So I ate through all the apple butter first and then got to the peppermint schnapps. So that is a tip from me. TJ, what type of ice cream did you get, TJ? Uh, I did a three scoop, the uh, eggnog, the rum raisin, and the peppermint schnapps. The eggnog, I 
could have actually stood a little more eggnogginess from it, but it was a more it was a more subtle flavor. Like whatever eggnog was used to make it was just a touch more subtle. I think I would have been awfully happy with it on its own in like a single scoop dish, so I could sit there and enjoy and kind of savor it. As it was, since it was sitting on top of that rum raisin, as soon as I started to touch the rum raisin, rum raisin was what I was eating. Um, still very good. Again, never gone wrong with ice cream from Ted and Wally's. And it it does what it says on the box. You know, if it says eggnog, it's eggnog. If it says apple butter, it's apple butter. It is exactly, it, it tastes like what it says it tastes like. So as to the, I'm, I'm going to go for bottom first before we get to the rum raisin. I also got the peppermint schnapps because what I really wanted was peppermint stick. <laughs> and so it, it disappointed as peppermint stick. If peppermint schnapps was what I wanted, it would have delivered hands down. Absolutely. So uh, that's called my fault because I, I got exactly what I ordered. And it was still good. Um, the rum raisin. A little bit of oddness on this one. First of all, I love me a good rum raisin. And a good rum raisin is actually kind of rare. haagen makes a half-decent one if I must be uh, forced to grab a pint out of the, the grocery store fridge. This is... I had some of it last week as well. This week there was kind of like a, a sauce swirl throughout, like a, a brownish rum, brown sugar maybe kind of sauce that was swirled throughout or that I that I got bits of as I went through. Still good. Didn't like it as well. Last week I didn't notice that in there. It was just white ice cream with raisins in it. And uh, yeah, that was the best version of what it could possibly be. Uh, super smooth, super creamy, you know, rich rum flavor throughout. The the sauce swirl in there changed it a little bit, wasn't as, but still mighty fine. Like, I could go for another scoop now. That's never not the case with Ted and Wally's. No matter how heavy it is, I want more when I'm done, which makes it very hard not to order, like, that five-scoop option. Is it time to sum this all up? I think it is. So let's do our two-restaurant review. Well, I mean, we, it's kind of the same place. I don't... I, I, it's all I, in one I, building. I'm going to rate this it's, as an overall experience. I, I'm not going to separate it. That's a neat strategy. I like because it. Because this okay. is Fatter Day. We didn't really go to two places. We did two not. places came to us. We ate at one table. Yes. Yes, we did. Okay. All right. So let's talk about your wallet. I'm going to go first. Go for it. I spent almost $30. <laughs> I got two entrees. <clears throat> now, is this the entree's fault or is it their fault? I don't know. I'm kind of torn. At $30 for uh, some ice cream and technically what I consider a main course and a nice side because that macaroni cheese, if I got that by itself, I would have not been full. If I would have got that sandwich by itself, I would have not been full. Mm-hmm. I think I got, in my opinion, a nice main course and a nice big side. Mm-hmm. Is that worth $22? I'm going to say no. Ooh, I'm, interesting. I'm, I'm somewhere in the neighborhood of $16, $17. Okay. More towards $16 than $17. Mm-hmm. But I paid $22. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have to tip nobody. So if I would have to throw in a tip on that because of wait staff, mm-hmm. I would have felt real bad. $25, $26 for all that? Mm. Without dessert? Nah. Price is not there for me. I need about a five spot back, and Ooh, then I'll be in a good spot. Okay. I'll be in a good. I'll be in a good spot there. All right. So dial that down a little bit, in my opinion. A little pricey for what I got. I know it's farm to table, but so is block sixteen, and I can probably get on block sixteen for 
more food, less price. Okay. Okay. That's how I feel about that's, it. That's fair. On to you. On to TJ. One of you two. TJ, hit it up. Ooh, so it's it's a hard call for me because I don't know like if I just showed up and ordered not knowing anything where I would have wound up on price. I did notice the the deals with the, the sandwich in two sides for about a 10 spot. And I think that might have come out okay. Um, or maybe like the nachos, because I don't know, you know, if I order the, uh, what I would consider the Beyond Fries equivalent or the pork nachos or the Shack Attack, whatever your your primary experience for that potato, meat, cheese thing is, their, their equivalent of that is probably the nachos or something like that. And if I had ordered that and like a side, where I would have come out on price and fullness might have been okay for what I got. This was something of an experiment with all the ahead ordering. Because with the those four quarter pounds, I was sitting at about 40 before we walked in the door. So it's not a fair comparison. For what I paid and what I got, I'm sitting thumb sideways on price. It's... It's about what it should have been, I think. I am going to spot them a little bit for the farm-to-table concept and the fact that they are a very, very small restaurant. Uh, So they're not benefiting from a lot of the economies of scale they could be. They got a lot of locally sourced stuff. It's barbecue, which is almost always more expensive. Uh, So for, for this particular experience, is am I allowed a decent with a D? Sure, sure. Now, how does your, since we're reviewing Ted and Wally's within there too, how do you factor that in there? Oh, I was giving my overall price for it. I okay. wanted like five bucks back. Okay. Um, Ted and Wally's, what they ask for for what they deliver though. I mean, seven bucks for premium ice cream and a waffle cone. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I mean, you can go to Dairy Queen for six bucks. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Why? All right. You know? Okay, so Sam needs a fiver. TJ, you're you're decent. Oh, yeah, I think, it's, I, I think, I think we're it's, right. It's more on more on Q's side. I need that money. Back. Okay, so so let me tell you about my ordering strategy and see what you guys think here. All right. So I I'm gonna have to say I think I did this up right. Ten ninety five got me the pulled pork sandwich and two sides. So I got mac and cheese. I got the brochacho borracho beans and and that sandwich. And then I got a quarter pound. That plate that came out with the burnt ends, that was the quarter pound for $6.99. So I spent like 16, 17 bucks, and I got the quarter pound of meat, two sides, and a sandwich. I'm feeling all right about this. I mean, I, I mean, maybe you could slide me a buck or something, but so for, for my ordering strategy, I think I did well. Uh, Ted and Wally's, I, I do feel it's, it's a couple cents, you know, kind of in the pricey direction, but I'm getting... The best ice cream in Omaha with some wild flavors. Uh, I go back fairly frequently, so I must be okay with the price because I keep coming back. <laughs> right, so do I. Again and, and again. again. Let's talk about the flavor. Oh, the flavor. How do you feel about the flavors? I am just going to be real short. Thumbs up. That is some darn good barbecue. The sides were good. The ice cream at Ted and Wally's always delivers. This is good stuff, man. So thumbs up from Dave. All right, TJ. So, uh, man, I, I'd have a hard time saying favorite barbecue joint in town because that, that would be overall experience. And while all of that is good, uh, there, there are also places that are near and dear to my heart. Sure. And Big Green Q doesn't have ribs. 
TJ would normally write mm-hmm. off completely a barbecue joint that doesn't have ribs. But it might be the best barbecue in town. That flavor is good. That smoke ring was perfect. Was they're legit. they're using different woods for different things that you don't get other places. It's local. It's scratch made. It's it's all kinds of good. I mean, the tater tots stand on their own. How many places can you say this? Uh, zero. Flavor is is a hundred percent for me. Thumbs up. Thumbs way up on flavor. All right, Sam. Interesting sentiment that TJ made there. I have the same argument. I almost want to say it's the best barbecue spot in town. Wow. Uh, I thought fat check, fat check would be way out in front for you on that. No. Uh, their meat is so decadent. Heavens. So succulent. So delicious. Wow. So, the only reason why they don't are the best is because they don't have all the normal barbecue options. I think fat check still has, you know, the better overall barbecue experience okay but q as a taste fact type place uh-huh. they're tastier they're wow. tastier and they're they're different which i don't know yes. why i didn't put that in my summaries well they are very you know like your reuben is hu- a huge departure from what a reuben would normally be yeah so from flavor prefecture man shoot oh, what Sounds, sounds th- in it's, thumbs up territory to um, me. Yeah, total thumbs up. And, you know, Ted Wally's always get the thumbs up every time. They yeah. Don't, they don't I mess mean, anything Ted Wally's. They're kind of perfection. Yeah. So, yeah, they seriously kind of knocked my socks off today with the barbecue flavors. I seriously, I, I sat there after I ate. What did I have the first bite of? Was it the end, I think? The end. When I first had that. No, it was your bite of your brisket was what I had first. And I was like, there's even fat in this. And I'm still loving it. The taste is so good. Oh, so good. All right. What do we got? Lastly, we are talking about how full we are. What's that full factor like? TJ? <laughs> um, we're we're, we're going to have to talk about, like, you know, cost versus fullness and all that kind of thing. You kind of already but talked in terms about of how full I am just sitting here right now. What you had? Are you full? Um, I'm full. Now, now, could I eat a little bit more? I could. Do I have... A little bit more of delicious brisket and like there's a full quarter pound of meat left sitting in the car in a takeout box right now so could i eat a little bit more yes but i have a little bit more and i was hurting <laughs> leaving the restaurant uh I, i'm not gonna go further because i i left that quarter pound of meat behind so i'm not like mayor of hurt town i'm definitely not overlord of hurt town but i have taken up residence for the night nice he is in hotel hurt town hotel hurt town how about you dave I'm good, man. I was real full when we left. Uh, not in. Uh, I was worried that I was going to enter Hurt Town and check in and stay with actual pain. Thankfully, that has not occurred. I was plenty full, man. Uh, uh, thumbs up. I, you uh, it was good. You took took that exit right before and stopped off in the suburb of Discomfort Vale. I yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was it was like the the GPS was all like you know now approaching. Or, you know, descending or something to, to her town. But, uh, no, I, I'm good, man. But full factor, thumbs up, I think, with my ordering strategy. And, and I was giving away burnt ends. I didn't eat all of the burnt ends that I ordered. Giving away the ends. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, man. I I'm like four of them I'm, from you. Yeah. I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good. Um, how do I put this? I have a summer house. Hurt town. <laughs> <laughs> we need to draw a map of the Hurt Town and the surrounding communities. My summer house was definitely 
had occupants today. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Me and you, TJ were there. TJ's like, can I stop at your timeshare for a minute? I'm like, come on, buddy. You got an air. Together. Let's you, do this. An Airbnb Q. Yeah. Yeah. Airbnb Q. Um, <laughs> I was trying to play it off. <laughs> a little trouble breathing today. Because <laughs> well, you. My breath. You, my breath is shallow. You, you were sitting there and I, I knew you were full. Sam, I'm like, I know are, that's a meal. And you're <laughs> like, what you going to do with them two slices of quesadilla, TJ? You. <laughs> What? Why would you do and that to yourself, I, I mean Sam? This in the most loving <laughs> and and friend way, yes. Sam, you are a dirty scamp. <laughs> <laughs> he's walking out the door. I'm like, oh, looks like you might, because he's all, oh, Dave, you finished your stuff. And I'm like, you look like you need a walk. No, nah, man, I don't man. need a walk. No, I need yeah, a walk. The heck, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I want to say this. I ain't seen you around Burger World. Now, right. So. I was like, ding I was dong, like, burnt hands, man. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just saying, okay. like, my breasts are a little shallow tonight. <laughs> I can't do full breaths because I get a little stabby pain. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, okay. we're in a little bit of pain today. It's cool. Uh, okay. it's, it's cool. It's cool. I'm fine. I'm fine. I, mean, I can, I I can play, play coach. Put me in. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> Serious business. Saturday, baby. Oh my goodness! Uh, yeah, we're, uh, we're, I love, we're full. I love every bit of that. That's that, the best full factor review ever. That's I, I suggested a march around the block afterwards. That's like good. I don't know what I've been told. <sighs> I sit down and there are folds. He's <laughs> <laughs> right. There are <laughs> the Fra- the Frampton chant. All right. So okay, let's move on to the big dog. Oh, the Frampton rating. Let's talk about the Frampton rating. Could you break it down for me, Dave? I will. Let me tell you about the Frampton scale. So first of all, to make it on the Frampton scale at all, you have to be worthy of Saturday lunch, or in this case, Saturday day dinner, a meal on Saturday, where we'd like to come back and eat. So there are places that are tasty during the week. It's like, oh, yes, a good place for lunch, but isn't epic enough to make Saturday and the Saturday scale. The Saturday scale is in half steps only from zero to five. And if you rank highly on the Saturday scale, you are probably an amazing place that has an it factor, that has flavor, that has everything. It is an honor to be anywhere on the Saturday scale, even at a point five, you start getting in two territory, you're looking real solid. A five, out of this world, baby. So there you go. That's the Saturday scale. The yeah. Frampton. All right, scale. all right. He's got it. He nailed it down. Another way I like to play it, or play it to put it, is if I got somebody coming into town, like, hey, where are you gonna take me out to eat? And I'm like, well, let me consult the Frampton dictionary. Mm-hmm. Where are we going? Um, I'll take this one here first. I've had a number in my head all day. So all day, last hour or two. Yep. Um, this is kind of tough for me. <sighs> the reason why I'm about to give it the number that I'm about to give it, I wish the menu was bigger. I wish there was more options. I wish there was something more epic on the menu. I'm going to give it a two. A two for me. A two. Um, and that's because with Ted and Wally's. If it didn't have Ted and Wally's and Q was by itself, it would probably be... be a five to a one their food is super tasty um but i don't know just just taste alone that doesn't just do it for me it's got to have something else to it um like i said the price for me it's not there um so if i would have just went there say hey let me get that mac and cheese wild delicious i would have still been super hungry still been really hungry uh fatter day for me you got to fill me up that's that's a big thing you got to have something delicious, something big, something tasty, something out of sight. 
you know, you got to have a little hook to your restaurant. You're hooked. <laughs> Big Green Q's hook to their restaurant is we're at Ted Wally's. Like, eh, you're kind of stealing the Steve's from somebody for their, for, for your hook, which eh, Ted Wally's as a whole, though. I mean, Ted Wally's, that, that, that makes up more of the fatter day points than me because I'll recommend Ted Wally's all day to anybody. I recommend Ted Wally's to people that are like, oh, what's this? And I'm like, well, check out this menu, dog. Like you read these 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 ice creams they got on here and like wow that sounds amazing I'm like yeah yeah it does you know I passed that out to some people today and they're like you gonna get whatever that Rodriguez is I'm like ah, yeah I am so I'm super excited about that um two two for me okay TJ I agree the the menu could have a I don't know if it needs to be bigger per se there's quite a bit on it but there are some standbys I'm missing again ribs was bar- a big one barbecue for you. joint ribs always. Um, it's also, it's kind of a negative for me that it's in Ted and Wally's. And I say that not because like, I'm glad the Ted and Wally's ice cream is there, but Ted and Wally's is an ice cream parlor that's set up like an ice cream parlor. And when you're sitting in it, you feel like you're sitting in an ice cream parlor. A lot of real straight kind of not, you know, very, very vertical L shaped kind of chairs, the, the booths are, are not horribly uncomfortable, but they're, they're wood. They're not real contoured and, you know, comfy and padded. It's not a real cozy spot. But in terms of the atmosphere of the building, yeah, it's kind of neat. They got the churns out there and everything, and it's, it's interesting. But is it a, a comfy, cozy kind of place? No, it is not, which is one of the reasons it's... Uh, there, there's the term liminal space, like hallways or uh, airport terminals, thing, places where you're not supposed to spend a lot of time. Ted and Wally's is kind of a liminal space. So I don't think of sitting down there for a meal, which is kind of why it's taken us so long to do that. So there, there are some negative points on atmosphere. There's some negative points on the menu, and it is a little bit pricier. However, that said, the staff is super friendly. And super helpful and super accommodating. I mean, we did, like last time we were there, I think we ordered, what, two of the things that are not supposed to be ordered spontaneously? Two little quarter pounds just to try stuff. Right. And so they they were happy because they had some of those on hand. They're like, yeah, we'll we'll fix those up for you. So they'll do what they can for you. It's There's some degree of catch-as-catch-can. You know, if if they have it, they'll make it for you. But maybe they don't have it except for the the static menu where you can expect them to to have those options there. But uh, so I I really like the staff. I like the place. They have the whole scratch made and local thing. And as as much as I hate the trendiness, like I say, you know, block 16, I I wanted to give them low marks because I was looking at the menu and I'm thinking this is going to be a, a hipstery place that's all flash and no substance kind of deal. I I. Somewhere in my head, I want to dock points for that, but it's a good philosophy. I like it when people actually adhere to that, when they really are buying and making local things. That's, that's important. And there's a, uh, there's a a degree of environmental friendliness as well as if you're getting the stuff local, it's fresher. It's not artificial. I'm, I know I'm getting the real thing. The flavors in my food are honest and true. Uh, once again, talking about satience. The satience is, is real because the flavor I'm getting comes from the real thing. It wasn't made in a lab to taste like a thing. 
This is the actual thing. So whatever compounds my body thinks it's getting from this herb or that spice, it's actually getting those. That is a big plus for me. And their their big hook is local sustainable scratch made. And they they live what they preach. They do all that stuff. So between that and flavor, I'm I'm gonna dock a little for atmosphere or or just just comfort level of sitting in the restaurant. And I'm going to dock a little for price and a little for shortness of menu. And I'm still going to give them a four. Wow. Nice. There, there was a reason for that long explanation. Thank <laughs> you for sticking with me. They're, they're getting a four from me on this. They are that good. And I'm willing to, to throw down a couple more bucks for the philosophy that they have as a restaurant. Wow. My turn. I would like to give Big Green Q, combined with Ted and Wally's, a three. I always enjoy Ted and Wally's. And I have to say that, you know, having sampled Big Green Q a few times, never actually sitting down. This is my first time going for a meal. Um, maybe like a shade, just a tiny bit pricey, but where Sam was like, give me five bucks. I'm like, give me one buck. But I kind of had a different ordering strategy going. Um, that is some darn good food. I thought the uh, the 24-hour advance menu gives you a lot of options. TJ, to your point, I, I I would like some ribs maybe from time to time. But it's some really good, unique stuff, uh, local stuff, super tasty. All the stuff I had was really, really good. I guess the thing is, is you know, now having been through the experience, yeah, of course I, I go back from a, you know for a meal there. The it factor of the space overall, I get what you guys are saying too, where it's not as comfort restaurant level like the ted and wally space has the ice cream parlor you know i'm gonna come in sit down and have my ice cream cone and enjoy it and then and then probably head out and do some shopping in the benson area that that type of feel it doesn't kind of have that you know kick back and digest your ribs for a while comfort factor and it it's it is awesome and i could see where you guys would would have that that rating going there um, you know, Sam, kind of to your point on the, the overall scale, I, I get it. So Dave gives this one a three. So we kind of have an interesting variety of four, things. three, and two, four, three, two, and uh, all a solid. You should go here, eat the, eat this. So basically, <laughs> what we're saying is across the board, it's a three. It, I, I suppose so. If we if we wanted to play uh, some math averages, yes, right. yes. So law of averages. saying anything that averages out to a three Framptons, that's that's pretty three good. Three Framptons is dang good, man. So. Uh, I don't know. I think we've hit it all, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah, we have. I guess there's only one thing to say. What's that? I think we say, eat this. Eat this. this. I'm Sam. I'm Dave. I'm TJ. And we will see you next time. Saturday Omaha. Eat this.